Hello, and welcome to today's episode of the Patriot Christians Podcast, where we are fighting the attack on the soul of America. I am your host, Davey Sloan. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. It truly is an honor to have each and every one of you that listen to it. Uh, I know I'm not deserving of your time, but thank you so much for giving it to me. Like I've said before, if you don't already, please subscribe to this podcast. Go follow me on Instagram at Patriot Christians Podcast. If you have any feedback that you'd like to give, you can go ahead and give it to me at Davy Sloan1776 or the Instagram page Patriot Christians. That is my political page. If you have any feedback on this podcast, good, bad, anything in the middle does not matter. For this episode, being that it is, I'm releasing this on a Sunday. Um, and the name of the podcast is Patriot Christians. I'd like to go a little bit different way with this specific episode. I've been studying in my Bible the life of David and just how he went, he handled different situations. And I got something I think is really good out of the Bible about trials. And I thought, wow, it'd be an amazing thing to share this with my audience that listens to me. Because everybody in the world um, has struggled with, whether it be lockdowns or actually being COVID, we've struggled with some type of trial in our life in the past seven, eight months. And sometimes we can get discouraged, think that it's never going to end. But I, I just looked at the life of David and it was really good in that he faced the trials in his life head on and he got through them. And you know, before we get into the lesson, we will get through this, whether it's in the next month, whether it's in the next year, eventually it will pass. It will not last forever. So I'd like to just share that real quick. Um, again, thank you so much for joining me. Please stay with me as, as it is not a political episode. Please stay with me for this, what I've got out of my Bible reading. I think it'll be good help to you. For a little bit of context before, if you don't know much about the life of David, I know that most of us go to church. Most of us have been to church, so we know who David is. But a little context. David grew up in a large family. He had many brothers. He was the youngest of his brothers. And he was known as the man after God's own heart. So he was very close to God. Some even call him God's best friend, if we could use those terms. And there are many lessons we can glean from the life of David. And this specific one... I got. Um, we're going to be talking about the battle against Goliath. Okay. Although it may seem like a simple story that most people as Christians, most Christians, if you've been in church any length of time, you would have heard the story of David and Goliath. But there are many lessons that we can leave from the story, although it is easy to just pass over the story and be like, oh, I've heard this before. There are so many lessons we can glean from the story. Today, we're not only going to explain the story of David and Goliath. We're gonna, I'm going to give, hopefully, an encouraging takeaway from the story. So, at this time, the nation of Israel, they went to battle with the Philistines. And, you know, they were fighting for an extended period of time. And David's brothers, he went with the army. David had not long before been anointed as the future king of Israel. Um, but he's still a little boy at this point, or a teenager. His brothers went off to battle. David stayed home, did what he's supposed to be doing, which is a great lesson. You know, if you just do what you're supposed to do, you will end up in the will of God. 
Uh, we may not know the complex, the perfect will of God yet if you're a teenager. But um, if you just do what you're supposed to do um, for teenagers, it's, you know, read, a bi- read your Bible, get in a bus route, go to church, get in, uh, involved in ministry, be faithful. And if we continue to do, to do that, we will find the perfect will of God, even if you don't know it right now. So David is at home doing what he's supposed to be doing. His father, Jesse, sent him to feed his brothers, gave him food to go take to his brothers at battle. And so when he got to the place of the battle, he got to the battlefield, he got to the camp site of the Israelites. He heard of a giant man on the other side, on the side of the Philistines, defying the army of God. Whenever he heard this, he was very angry. And he was not, not only angry that this giant had the audacity to defy the army of God, he was angry because no one was brave enough to stand up to this giant. No one had the guts to say, you know, you don't talk about my God that way. You don't talk about my nation that way. He was angry that his older brothers, his stronger brothers, his more experienced brothers, they would cower for fear of a giant, for fear of a trial. They, his, he was angry that his brothers did not trust the Lord to get them through that trial. So why was the army scared of this giant? Well, this was the trial of the army. It has been said that you are either in a trial, coming out of a trial, or getting ready to begin a trial. Everybody goes through hard times. Maybe, you know, whenever the nation first locked down because of COVID, that was your trial. That was kind of your point where it was like, you know, fighting depression maybe but everybody goes through hard times for me personally i went through about a day and a half in april where it was just i was really down you know down in the depths i was fighting maybe depression it was about a day and a half i kind of you know took some time to fight that and, and get through that but everybody goes through those times it's perfectly normal it's perfectly okay as long as you don't stay there but at this moment the giant goliath was the trial of the israelites the problem was they didn't trust God to deliver them from this trial. This giant, this trial, this giant was tall and he had a loud mouth. He looked scary. Okay, he was he was a big dude. He looked scary. He was very, very tall. The problem was that the Israelites forgot the fact that no matter how big this man was, no matter how big this trial was, it was still just a man. God can beat any man. God is bigger than any man. God is bigger than any trial. If we have a trial, God can deliver us from that trial. If we have pain, God can take that pain away. If we feel lost in our life, if we feel that there's no way out, God can make a way out. If we need freedom, if we need free, you know, if we're in bondage and we need freedom from that bondage, God can shake that prison in our life. He can take us out of that bondage. He can free us. No matter how impossible it seems to face our trial, we always know that God is on our side. God will never send a trial that he knows we can't beat. God will never send a trial to us that's bigger than us. It may be bigger than us, but it's not bigger than us plus God. So the Israelites were very scared of this trial. They didn't trust God to get them through this trial. They they forgot that God was on their side. And so David signs up to defeat Goliath. He's very angry. He's, you know, he goes to Saul, starts, you know, talking to Saul, tells him he can beat this giant. And so King Saul agreed to let him take on the enemy and gave him some armor, gave him 
his own armor and a sword and said, okay, you can face the, face the giant, but you have to have this armor. David refused this armor, and I like this point. David refused the armor, instead electing to take God with him. So he said, no, I don't need protection. I don't need this. I have God on my side. So instead of taking the armor, he elected to take God with him. David was mocked and laughed at by his brothers, Goliath, and the army of the Israelites because of a stand. As Christians, as, you know, whether it's you're conservative, whether you're a Christian or both, the world may not understand why we do what we do, but we know that there's a God in heaven that died for our sins and we owe him our very lives. We owe him every bit of our lives. We're going to be looked at funny. We're going to be laughed at. We're going to be mocked. We're going to be scorned. And, you know, maybe soon as Americans, or if you're in another country, maybe soon you're going to be persecuted for being a Christian. But we can't forget that our Lord Jesus was persecuted. Our Lord Jesus was laughed at. Our Lord Jesus was mocked, scorned, and even killed for who he was. So who are we to say that we don't want to be a Christian because we're looked at funny at the mall because we dress as Christians? Who are we to say that we don't want to be Christian because we're laughed at because we're Christians? You know, even because we're mocked, scorned, and maybe persecuted for being a Christian. Our Lord Jesus went through all of that and even died for being who he was, for being the Christ. Okay? So we can't make any excuses in our lives why we can't make that stand for Christ, why we can't, we can't quote, turn out for God. Number The next point, Goliath was not only mocking the Israelites, but he was also mocking God. When we are mocked for being Christians, we must understand that those people are not at attacking us personally, but they are mo mocking the one with who we identify with. When someone laughs at you, when someone teases you, maybe bullies you, persecutes you in the more extreme, they are not mocking you personally. They're not persecuting you. It's because they're missing something in their own lives and they want to take it out on you because they don't have what you have and they want it. But they also don't want to be ruled by anybody. So they know they're missing something in their lives. So they're not mocking us personally. They're not attacking us personally. They're not per persecuting us personally, but they are mocking, attacking, and persecuting the one who we, with who we identify with. Just because we're being teased for being a Christian, we can't, we can't stop. We can't bend the knee. We can't give up hope. We can't compromise because God is watching us and seeing if he can trust us with more responsibility. Okay? When David was mocked, whenever he said he would face Goliath, he was mocked by his brothers. He was mocked by the Philistines. He was mocked by Goliath. He was even mocked, you know, by the whole army of the Israelites. But he still stood. He didn't take that as an excuse to stop. He didn't take that as an excuse to bend the knee, to give up hope, to compromise. He didn't take that as an excuse. And what, and what happened? God gave him more responsibility later in his life because God knew he could trust David. So later on, David goes out. He defeats Goliath with a, with a small slingshot and a stone. When Goliath died, he fell forward instead of backwards. When he got hit by the stone, he got hit from in front of him onto his forehead. And he should have fallen backwards, but he fell forwards. I, I took that to mean that it shows that no matter how big the trial is, 
no matter how big the persecution is, it's still subject to God. The last thing Goliath ever did was bow in front of the same God he had just defied a few minutes before. This is this was awesome, so encouraging to me because it shows that not only can God beat the trial, but God can make the trial run away like a dog with its tail in between its legs. So not only did God let David defeat Goliath, he made him look embarrassing in front of Goliath because he got beat by this little, you know, little boy, little teenager. It, but what they didn't realize was that uh, it wasn't only that teenager that defeated Goliath. God was also on his side. God was also on our side as Christians. So no matter how big the trial is, no matter how impossible it may seem to beat that trial, whether it's COVID, whether it's, you know, Joe Biden winning the presidency, no matter how big the trial is in our lives, we got to know that God can beat it. And not only can God beat it, God can make it look like it wasn't even a big deal. It can make it look like embarrassingly small, like it looked like with Goliath. Like I said, it can make the trial run away like a dog with its tail in between its legs, just absolutely ashamed. So after David beat Goliath, the Israelites proceeded to defeat the whole army of the Philistines. So not only did God solve the trial for David, but God defeated an even bigger trial for the whole army in the form of the much stronger Philistines. Whenever we get through a trial, whenever we have a hard trial in our life and we beat it, we must understand that maybe one day we can help somebody that goes through that same trial. That us getting through that trial can help somebody else get through that kind of same kind of trial later on. And we can help them. So that was a pretty short lesson. It was, it was a very encouraging one to me, reminding me that God can get us through any trial. It's very easy to sometimes forget because sometimes our trial is so big and overwhelming. But we must remember that God is bigger than that trial. In fact, God is the one that sent the trial. So no matter what you're going through, no matter how big the trial is in your life, remember God can get, that, that, get you through that trial. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Patriot Christians podcast. I am your host, Davey Sloan.